Are you ready to become one of the greatest seducers of all time and to attract, seduce, and date the most beautiful women in the world? Then lean back and enjoy the show on the Global Seducer Podcast, presented to you by Sebastian Harris. Hey Global Seducer, welcome to another episode of the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast. Today I want to show you your life after divorce. This today is a survival guide for you in case you're going through a rough divorce now or if you've already gone through that divorce and you're now looking for motivation, for inspiration to live a new life. And I know you feel anger, you feel pain, you feel frustration and you ask yourself the same question Hillary Clinton asked herself when she lost to Donald Trump. What happened? Over the last couple of months I met a lot of guys who asked themselves this question. They contacted me via email, booked coaching sessions with me and allowed me to help them, heal them and guide them to a new life. And I'm thankful for the trust that they put in me. I've coached a lot of men who've been in the exact same situation that you're in right now. You feel lost and that's why I want to show you what you have to do right after your divorce, what your new life has to do with your comfort zone and how to become more fulfilled than ever before. The problem is that you are now at a stage where you're probably heartbroken, in shock and you feel lost. But there's one question that scares divorced men the most. How can I continue living? And the first thing that I want you to do is to scream, cry and punch the wall. The biggest issue that a lot of guys have is that they don't face their emotions. Instead, they run away from them and while they're running, they ignore the fact that the wind turns into a thunderstorm. Do you deny your pain? Do you deny that you have feelings? Do you think men don't cry? Do you believe that men don't show their emotions? Then you need to work on yourself. Because it's better to face your emotions now than to get ripped apart by a hurricane or a thunderstorm of emotions years down the road. This whole idea that men don't cry is just complete BS. Cry if you have to cry. Do it. Let it out. Deal with your emotions. Even if it means that you have to go to the forest and scream your lungs out. But real men don't cry, don't believe in that for one second. And then take your time with your grief after the divorce. We live in a society where everything has to be instantly available, instant, instant, instant. I mean, I once got an email from a guy who bought my book and he said he couldn't access the product. He wrote me the email five seconds after he bought it and the email with the product arrived 10 seconds later after ordering. So it took five seconds to wait for the product, but he was so impatient. And that's a society we live in. And if you have the same feeling of time when it comes to your grief after divorce, then you're in big trouble. Because it might take days, maybe weeks and maybe even months. It will definitely take longer than a week. So please be realistic about your healing process. And stop denying the fact that it's over. I remember this one divorced coaching client that I had. His soon-to-be ex-wife gave him hell. The divorce was brutal, he told me about all the sneaky things she did to get on his money and then he asked me, do you think that there's a chance we'll get back together? To be honest, I just wanted to take him via Skype and to just shake him, go like, are you freaking insane? But of course I get it, he wanted stability and that was the danger. There's a reason why it's over, getting back together is a terrible idea, believe me. I've had this problem with so many coaching clients, it's a terrible, terrible idea. You have to move on, otherwise you will drown. And then I want you to talk to someone. You can talk to me via Skype. I offer Skype coaching sessions for you 
where I can help you to deal with your grief after divorce, where I can help you to start dating again, and where I can help you with a step-by-step -step guide that helps you to live life after divorce. But you can also talk to your friends. However, in my experience from coaching so many divorced men, it's not a good idea, at least not always, to talk to your family. Because your mom might blame you, your married siblings might make you feel inferior, and your grandma will try to convince you to get back together because, oh my god, marriage is everything. In my experience, it's better to talk to friends than with family members. And then I want you to get out of your comfort zone. Move on, but you can only move on if you move the line of your comfort zone. If you spend the weekends watching movies and you don't go out to meet people and you don't ever leave your house, then you can't improve. Life after divorce is about rebirth, but you can only be reborn and rise like a phoenix from the ashes if you step out of your comfort zone. Think about all the things you're currently afraid of. Think about the things you haven't done in a while. Think about the things that you've once done before you were married, but then you haven't done them in a while because, oh, it was so scary and you can't take risks anymore when you're married. Do those things again. Step out of your comfort zone. And then focus on connections outside of relationships. If you've spent the last 5, 10 or maybe even 20 years being married, then let me guess, you probably ignored your friends and you lost contact to them. Doesn't matter, contact them again. Try to rebuild those relationships. This is a common thing that a lot of my divorce coaching clients struggle with. They have friends, but they haven't seen them in years because once they got married, boom, the contact with friends was gone. And this is very, very dangerous. It happens because they think, oh, I will stay together with my wife forever in this Disney love fantasy. And they think, oh, then I can ignore my friends because, well, I have my wife. Eh, well, didn't work out that way. So again, try to recontact those old friends and try to meet new people who you share hobbies and beliefs with. However, be careful that you don't straight away get a new girlfriend because you are now in a very vulnerable place and you are at high risk to attract the wrong woman. And to make you feel better, I want you to do something very simple now. Please do it now with me and then later in front of the mirror. Smile. And I know this advice sounds like one of Tony Robbins' feel-good advices, but it works. Smile like a cokehead after the first line. Even if you don't feel like smiling, if you're surrounded by other people, if you want to kick me in the balls for giving you this advice, do it anyway. What happens is when you change your physiology and you smile, you automatically feel better. Your physiology then affects your emotions, your mood, your well-being. Believe me, it works. Just try it out. Smile for at least 30 seconds that you feel a little bit better. And then I want you to be independent. One thing that actually terrifies me whenever I have a coaching with a divorced guy is to find out how dependent they are on their wife. The wife cooked, she washed the clothes, she planned the vacation and the date nights, she scheduled the appointments. I mean, I've had divorced coaching clients where the wife made the appointments with their friends or for their business trips. It's just insane. They're so dependent. And now you have to be independent. You have to learn it. I mean, there are guys out there who get married before they even move out of their parents' house. That's It's just insane. You have to learn to be independent. And then you have to focus on rebuilding your life instead of destroying it. Avoid drinking, avoid hookers, avoid strip clubs, avoid everything that's very tempting right now, but that you shouldn't do. But that's not the only way your inner Tyler Durden wants to mess up your life. If you avoid social contact, if you numb the pain with junk food, if you tell yourself that, oh, it's okay, I don't have to face my emotions, even though you should face your emotions, 
These are all things that stop you from developing, that stop you from living life after divorce in a very good way, in a way that allows you to thrive. And while you're rebuilding your life, you can be grateful for the smallest things. Whenever you feel good, celebrate it. Celebrate yourself. And I know again that might sound like some new age advice from Oprah, but let's face it, nobody celebrates with you. You're on your own now. And you could say, yeah, that's kind of depressing, but it's also good because you can now learn to be comfortable with yourself, to be comfortable in your own company and be grateful for every moment you have. Be grateful that you're listening to this right now. Be grateful in case you buy my book, Rise of the Phoenix, that I give you so much information for such a small price. Be grateful. Find all these kind of things in your life that you can be grateful for and celebrate it. Celebrate yourself. And then get a new hobby, but not a new wife. The devil wears Prada, or maybe she has a Chanel handbag. The big problem is when you meet a woman in this stage of your life and she makes you feel less, yeah, less unlovable and she makes you feel alive again and she makes you feel good, please don't make the same mistake twice. I don't know why, but for some reason, a lot of my divorce coaching clients, as soon as they meet another girl, they think, hey, I could get married again. What could possibly go wrong? Well, everything. So please don't make the same mistake twice. If she's the right girl, of course, you can start dating her, but start very slowly. Don't get married again. Don't even think about it for now. But before you can attract a new woman, you have to turn yourself into a desirable bachelor. You can do what you want. I mean, think about it. You now have all the freedom in the world. You can do what you want. You can travel to foreign countries. You can enjoy your freedom to the fullest. A lot of men, however, are overwhelmed by this freedom. They need someone or something that guides them and allows them to rise like a phoenix from the ashes. And if you want, you can allow me and my book Rise of the Phoenix to guide you. That's why I've written this book and recorded this audiobook. I want you to enjoy your bachelor life. You deserve beautiful women who want to sleep with you without expecting from you that you sign that marriage contract. Because when you do that, when you rise like a phoenix from the ashes, then you have the possibility, the chance, the opportunity to live an even better life after divorce. I mean, be honest. How was your life when you were married? Come on, be honest. Rate it on a scale from 1 to 10. Maybe you've lived a married man's dream for a couple of years and it was a solid 7. And then it turned below 1 after your divorce. But I'm sure you didn't exceed the number 7. No married man I know does. So here's the truth about your life. You can achieve a solid 9. But only if you dedicate yourself to self-development instead of self-destruction, if you become more confident and content than before, and if you don't give up, if you keep on going, if you keep pushing yourself, and if you're willing to take massive action, then you can now check out the link in the description and rise like a phoenix from the ashes. That's all I want to share with you for today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.